Hey, it's T. Frank. Today on the BWI Daily Edition, we're talking to and about P.J. Mustafer, the senior defensive tackle who was coming back from a serious injury last season and presumably is ready to go against Purdue. We asked him those questions. We asked him a bunch of other things. We're going to get into all of that on the BWI Daily Edition. Stay tuned because football is just around the corner. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr, driving solo today on the BWI Daily Edition. Lots of things going on. Some people maybe are out of town on a beach in some foreign country having a good time. So we're talking about Penn State football, just you and me. We're having a conversation today. And yesterday, P.J. Mustafer, a very important player for the uh, 2022 season for Penn State football, spoke with the media about a variety of topics, but most of it focused on him his injury, his return from that injury, and what week one means to him. So we're getting into that today on the BWI Daily Edition. Make sure you subscribe here on the YouTube channel and you hit the like button because I enjoy doing this show. This brings me great fulfillment. Your likes and everything are super appreciated. But more than anything, I need them to satisfy the almighty algorithm. So. Please help. The algorithm must be satisfied. We have to get likes on the video for people to know that this video doesn't suck. And I'm going to do my best to make sure that this little video essay on PJ Mustafer talking to him and head coach James Franklin doesn't suck. So we'll get into that in just one second. The last thing I want to talk about is just give you a preview of what's coming up this week. I mentioned some people maybe are out of the country, and I don't know if he's skipping parole or something, but Nate Bauer is not going to be here for the mailbag as he normally is on Thursdays. Greg Pickle, he's stepping in. He's going to pinch it. So that's coming up on Thursday. And then Friday, we're taking a preview. We're ripping the Band-Aid off. I'm done waiting. The four players I want to see play week one, the four I'm most excited about. Doesn't mean that they're the best players. Doesn't mean that they're most important, critical factors. I just want to watch these guys play football. I want to learn something about these guys. And that's coming up on Friday to get you ready, get you primed, get you salivating for that football content. Of course, there's college football starting week zero this week, so uh, enjoy that, but the main event is Penn State football Thursday night. Okay, let's talk to P.J. Mustafer about his situation coming into training camp. Lots of questions here about his health, the status he would have week one, and his ability to perform when he gets out on the field. A huge milestone that he talked about was passing the conditioning test before camp being ready to go, being in shape enough to play football in camp. But that is not the same thing as playing football, having guys hit you, having people pushing on you with your leg and all those things that happened with his injury. How would he respond to all those things? And he said, pretty well. Sure, it's been, it's been great, man. You know, definitely the first couple of days I was out there, you know, I was getting back comfortable, getting my win back because, um, you know, conditioning tests ain't the same as football conditioning. So, uh, you know, definitely I feel, I feel great, man. I, I felt like I had a really good camp, one of my better camps. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm taking it day by day. You know, um, the goal is to be ready for September 1st. Um, it's coming up, so I got to continue to get better. And uh, if I do that, you know, everything else will take care of itself. So I feel really good. So to set the scene, just so we understand, P.J. Mustafer will give you the timeline. October 9th against Iowa. He hurts his leg, we'll say. Um, and then at some point later has a corrective surgery, I assume, 
to for that situation. He talked about the rehab at Big Ten Media Day. We've covered it here on the BWI Daily Edition. Just to lay it out, he talked about players that inspired him while rehabbing. Those players like Jeffrey Simmons and uh, Adrian Peterson and Nick Bosa all suffered ACL injuries. So they came back from an injury, which was an ACL. So we're making some context clues assumptions here that I think are pretty pretty fair, right? So coming back nine months after that injury, that is in the sports science. If you're a fan of football or, or any sport in general, we all have this subculture of, an, of a rough understanding of return to play from injuries, right? And certain injuries have a certain timeline. Nine months has always been, and I consider this the bare minimum to return from an injury like that. Now, certain players that Mustafer was drawing inspiration from came back sooner and performed better than other people in those situations. Um, is he one of those players? So James Franklin talked to him uh, last night as well after practice. And the question is, okay, so he had a good camp. Were you taking it easy on him because of the injury? Was he held back at all? The medical staff restricts the player and restricts the staff. Um, and then once we kind of get the green light, it goes from there. But he's also, you know, a veteran player that we do have some practices. And once we kind of get through the meet and training camp that we say, okay, especially these fifth-year guys and six-year guys with COVID that have played a lot of football, you know, we, need, we know who they are. We need to find out who some of the other guys are. So a little bit, but not based on the injury, more based on knowing who he is, if that makes sense. So because he's, you know, been in the program for five years, he's got some veteran rest days built in. Not that he needs rest days for his injury, which is just, this is a fascinating situation. And I, I did not include him, just as a spoiler alert, I didn't include him in the players that I'm excited to see play football uh, in the show on Friday, uh, wh what I've been working on. He's not on the list because, like James Franklin says, I know who PJ Mustfer is. I know what he brings to the table, but I am fascinated by his injury recovery process because the guys that we mentioned talking about players returning from this injury, Adrian Peterson, Jeffrey Simmons, these are first off elite football players, elite athletes coming back from that injury. Some of the best that that football has produced. They're also the outliers and Part of my comments, and this is where I might have to eat this word word salad later uh, this year if PJ Mustafer is ready to go and is full strength week one, is that the rehab process is grueling. It is more about getting the strength back in the in the injury than it is about developing your strength as a football player. Those two things aren't happening at the same time. It's impossible. That's that you got to rehab the injury before you can get back to the more complex motions and the more complex lifting. So. Is he ready to go week one? It seems like he is. It seems like everything he is in, he is on track to be an exception to this rule. And that, to me, is fascinating that a player has is able to do that, especially at his position and at his weight. At 315 plus pounds, at defensive tackle, having, uh, you know, again, assuming it's an ACL injury without knowing any further details about what happened, that is very hard to come back from and very hard to... Um, with especially if there are no setbacks whatsoever, just in general, hard to come back from. So part of that is not just the physical side. It's the mental side of your body has, has failed you at some point. How do you get back on the horse? 
And PJ said, PJ talked about this and how he was expecting this of maybe somebody falling on your leg. How do you respond to that? Yeah, man, I tell you what, the first time I was like, oh, man, I'm hurt again. But now, nah, you know, I, I uh, that's part of it. That's part of this journey. I told y'all it's just another box I got to check. So, um, you know, each and every day, whether it's someone falling on my leg or, or, or whatnot, you know, I'm gaining more confidence and more confidence just taking day by day. So, um, but at the end of the day, I, I feel like I've had a really good camp. I'm in a perfect spot right where I want to be. So I'm just keep getting better. And that's that. So the other thing that I, I found fascinating being there, talking to PJ, seeing him in person, is just how great he looks physically, how he looks put together. He doesn't look like he missed a beat from last season. Maybe he's a little bit leaner this year, actually. Maybe part of the injury is, you know, losing some weight. I don't really know. Didn't, add, unfortunately, forgot to ask him that. Uh, but how did that whole process of rehab is, if you ask any player, it's a grueling process because you are isolated, you're alone, you're separate from the rest of the team. This is something he talked about uh, earlier this offseason. And you've got to do a lot of repetitive, monotonous, painful tasks to get back to being able to play. And that level of grind to be on track at this point, I, I'm really impressed by this. Now, we still have to see the product on the field in about a week. But how was that process for him mentally? Man, I always say it like I thought I was a tough person uh, mentally. I thought I was sharp, but I, I, I don't know, man. I went to some places and, and you got to really see who you really are. So, but at the end of the day, I'm better from that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more mentally tough than I was before I got hurt. So I can appreciate that from the injury. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's probably the biggest thing I've learned is just how, how mentally tough I am now and how mentally sharp I wasn't back then. So... So one of the things that PJ has talked about throughout this process is checking boxes. And, and imagine I imagine that's a part of how he's gotten through all of those times that he just talked about. So now that he's on the other side of training camp, you know, people have leaned on him. People have fallen on his legs. He's taking contact. He's taken double teams. How what's left? What's the last box to check? Really, for me, just continuing to develop my craft, uh, hone in on that, really just what, what I want to keep taking out of my game, what I want to put in my game, uh, continue just to focus on the little things. That's really what it's about for me, just focusing on little things, fine-tuning that, and also being a leader for this defense. So, uh, you know, we, we it's not too much at this point because we've already pretty much put in the work. So the little things and the small details like that, we, we'll, we'll do that, and then we'll get ready to go. So his answer had nothing to do with his knee, his leg didn't have anything to do with a physical barrier that he wants to know before he takes live contact against a fully hostile opponent on September 1st. It was all about getting back to being a football player, his technique, his game, all that stuff. So the million dollar question, is he ready to play? And how much, like, what is the level of participation he's going to have? All the time. All the time. I mean, there were a couple, but, like, really, just going through the whole process, the whole process was tough. But, uh, for real, I'm just ready to put that behind me and just go play football. Two more. Do you have any limitations next week? No, absolutely not. Does this? So we're going to find out. We're going to find out where PJ Mustafer is September 1st. But all signs, you know, mentally, physically indicate that he's good to go 
for the start of the season, which to me, again, is a, is a commendable thing. You don't accidentally get to that point. His ability to rehab and put in really hard, monotonous, grinding work to get to this point, it's, like I said, I might have to eat my words when it comes to what to expect from PJ Musk for the first month of the season. Now, we're, we still got to see it again, but what are we going to see? Because just because he's healthy doesn't mean he's going to play all of the snaps. Manny Diaz has a new scheme. They have other players this year. There's more uh, options at the defensive tackle position on the roster. So just because he's ready to go, does that mean he's going to play all the snaps? Not, not so fast. I think we got phenomenal depth. I think that's what makes this year different than years past. You know, you're not going to see guys uh, play, you know, close to 80, 90 snaps a game, you know, because we got talent. And that's a, and, and that's our dream, too, because we want to be fresh when we go in there uh, because offensive linemen, you know, they're not fresh. They're always out there. So, you know, we definitely have great depth. Um, I'm excited for everybody um, who hasn't had much of a role in years past to, to be able to showcase what they got because, you know, we got some dogs in there. So there you have it. PJ Musfer ready to go, but so is the rest of the Penn State defensive line. A lot of the variables that needed to go right for Penn State, at least on the surface from what we can see, have gone right so far. So September 1st can't get here soon enough. I want to watch it. I want to find out just like you. And uh, we'll find out together. Coming up next week on the BWI Daily Edition, we'll be getting into more of that game prep, getting you ready for Purdue. Post game, by the way, 20 minutes after the end of Penn State, Purdue will be going live here on YouTube. Tom Hannafin, the host of the postgame show, myself, will be back to give you the ins and outs of what's going on and what happened between Penn State and Purdue. So I'm your host, Thomas Rankar. Make sure you like the video. Give us a, a like here on uh, YouTube. If you're following us along on our podcast, make sure you subscribe to the BWI Daily Edition wherever you get your podcasts and give us a review. All that good stuff. You know, there's there's not one almighty algorithm. There's many algorithms, and we must satisfy them all. And usually it just is a like. So help us out there. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Like I said, Greg Pickle coming on for the Mailbag Show. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. We'll talk to you then.